Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. And for the past seven days, I have recommended a game for Edwin. And he has played it for these past seven days. We're going to see how long for the past seven days (laughs) he's played it for. Uh, And the game that I have recommended is Hit the Light. By Happy Magenta. By Happy Magenta. Again, that's surely just a name generator. Let's come up with that. I know. I feel like we've (laughs) encountered a something magenta in the past. Yeah, right. Because I was... Because the last episode, I said, oh, I'm sure we've made fun of that name before. Yeah. But I didn't recognize any of their old games. I know, me so. too. There must be some other magenta. Mm, delicious magenta. Mm, that might be it. Pinky magenta. I think it was like... Magneto magenta. Panda magenta or something like that. Mm. I don't know. I want to say like, I, we've definitely said the word magenta before. <laughs> That's referring to a game company. <laughs> Happy magenta. Happy magenta. That, that again sounds familiar, but... <laughs> So they are the producers and makers and developers of a game called Hit the Light. Which I'm very surprised Sam chose because this is such an Edwin game and not a Sam game. Well... I mean, you know, if we are going to divide games so arbitrarily. I am a lover of all types of games. <laughs> as long as they have story and don't evolve onto the bad points. No, <laughs> but Sam, why did you choose this game? So, give some backstory. There was a couple of reasons. I think um, one, it was featured mm. in the App Store. Ah, uh, those editorial placements—they do work. Yeah, it was. Um, and when I look at it, it was like a very nice-looking design. It's—I wanted to select something maybe, um, you know, we both might actually be interested in for once. <laughs> and I'm happy to say this is not one of them. <laughs> no, it looked really nice. Like the graphics looked really nice. Um, it yeah. had like this promise of a nice arcade style game and maybe some sort of puzzle element, which yeah. I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, trying we, to think we, how they build it in the, in the, um, in the app store. Oh yes. They said it was a, uh, stress magnetic, killer. magnetic stress killer, which is strange because there's nothing magnetic about it. There's no magnets, involved. no magnets, maybe neon stress killer. I mean, to be honest, that does what it does, what it says. Blow to smithereens, smash to bits, all neon lamps on the screen. Yep. Which um, is is that. Turn beautiful pieces of art into shatters. Into shatters. Yep. Let's describe the game. So, Hit the Light is a breaker game. So Block smasher? Is yeah. Is that a genre of game? It is. Ooh, it's ball, block. I was going to say <laughs> ball breaker, but <laughs> that's another genre. Dark web um, for that. Uh, yeah, it's like a breakout game. Kind of like out. a breakout game. Yeah, so where... Normally, these type of games, you have a series of blocks on the top section of the screen and you send the ball that way. And then you usually have some sort of device that kind of bounces the ball off your object. So that's where it sort of stemmed off of like, um, yeah, Arkanoid was a really popular one back in the day that was made by, I believe, a Japanese game company called Tecmo. Um, And, you know, it spawned like other things. Another popular one was called DX Ball. You know, it kind of reminds you of pinball, but it's very much you have a little paddle thing that's in the bottom and you have to bounce the ball off to continue to smash the box. So this seems like to be some iteration of that. However, in this game, each map is a different design that's consisted of neon lights Hmm. and you have a selection of balls, ninja stars and bombs to hurl at it. I called them throwables in my notes and I felt very smug snackable throwables <laughs> and you have a set limit. Uh, you have a set number of these things. So I think 
most of the time it's around like six or seven balls uh, and which when you hurl it, you know, three of them appear and they bounce around until they eventually come back down. Triple ball. Triple balls. Uh, you have a, maybe like three shurikens or ninja stars. Um, they cat it, like It's like a, a wider object. Mm-hmm. So it's just smashes straight through different things. Yeah. Um, and in a bomb, it's like you throw it once, hope it lands. It has a big area of effect uh, and it just destroys whatever it's in its area. So yeah. you have these three devices initially at in your arsenal. And the point is to try and destroy all the, the neon lights. Turn off the light. Yeah. And if you do it before you run out of these throwable Throwables. items, yeah, ding, these ding. throwables, then you win the level. And then you move on to the next one. You're awarded with some gems. <laughs> Hurrah. Hurrah. Yeah. I was thinking about the strategy. So in other types of games like this, there's kind of two strategies. There's either, or rather the kind of the the difficulty comes in. You have the paddle where you need to bounce the ball, you know, just keep it going as long as you can. Oh, that's paddle. Yeah. Uh, No paddle in this game. Uh, And then in other ones like the balls, the blocks or hold down. Right. The blocks kind of move down towards you Mm -hmm. after each turn and you need to clear them before they reach the bottom. Otherwise you die. Not in this game either. I suppose the strategy or the the puzzle here is you have a limited number of throwables. And that is kind of how the game becomes a game. Right. Um, How did you find the difficulty, Sam? All over the place. It was really random. Okay. Yeah, I think mainly because there didn't seem to be a structure of progression with the maps themselves. Yeah. Like... They were beautiful. Like they were really nice looking neon artworks or what seemed like neon artworks. It's very pretty to look at. Yeah. One level could be really, really difficult for no reason, just because the artwork was really intricate. Um, and then the next level could be something that looks simple, but actually very hard, you know, or like it, it's, it looks really complicated, but actually very easy. Um, oh, it brings in the element of luck, which yeah. I know you despise. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, luck has its place. <laughs> Not in puzzle games. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be a hit the like genius because <laughs> just every level seemed tediously easy. Mm. I can't actually remember the last time that I didn't complete a level on the first go. Maybe I'm just a savant in this game. Well, I don't think it's more of the fact that it was tediously easy. It was more like... You know, one of the things about puzzle games is like you expect to learn how things work. Yes. Right. Case like a point. Cami from last week. Fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. So if you do something, you kind of expect it to go that way. Right. So if I send the ball in one direction, you expect it's going to bounce around in a certain way and you can kind of predict it with this one because each map was so different. Like it was really unexpected and it felt just like sheer luck of how long that balls would last and actually hit the amount of lights that you expect it to. Sometimes you think, okay, I'm going to send it this way because I know how this works and it wouldn't do anything. It just get rid of like one row of lights and then they come back <laughs> down and you're like, okay, that was stupid. <laughs> so after playing it for a little while, I found you can choose which throwables you want to use. Like they're not in an order. Like mm-hmm. I thought that could actually be quite a fun mechanic at each different level. You got a different number of different throwables and you could only throw them in that order. That'd be mm. a pretty cool mechanic they didn't do that no i thought they would have like less and less throwables for like more difficult levels didn't have that so here's my strategy 
First, select the shurikens. shurikens. The shurikens. That's exactly what I was going to say. Get the shurikens. Zoom one hard left. Zoom one hard right. 90% of the time, that'll knock out most of the puzzle. Mm. And then just blast some balls and you're done. And that works on most most levels. Oh, wow. You might have cracked the code. <laughs> like, once I realized that, that, maybe that's why I found the games tediously easy because you're done. Like that you... That you I finish most levels that way. Yeah. With zero real effort. Right. Okay. So I can see that. I would say the shurikens are way too overpowered yeah. in this game because they don't bounce off the light. They just destroy whatever they... Yeah. They're kind of like a bulldozer. It just goes through yeah, which rather is than... pleasing. Yeah. But once I used that strategy, just the level became tedious. Um, not to say I didn't play a lot of levels, but... Mm. Oh. Um, so, mm. I think that's a good segue into how far did we get? <laughs> how many lights did we hit? I am laughing already. Oh, I'm going to be embarrassed, I think. But <laughs> um, That's a gorgeous looking game. <laughs> it is a very good looking game. Yeah. Well done, Happy Magenta. You made on, a good looking game. On the design. Like, there's really oh. nice little details that you see, like, the attachments of how the yep. neon tubes would have been connected, and you get the little dangling wires behind. Lots of really good attention. Even the main button is right there in the center. As you start off, it says play, and then the level, it's right? Nice and then the settings and your little extra accoutrements is kind of tucked away in, in, you know, in the top sections. Yeah. With, like, not filled icons, which is very pleasing to the eye. Like, it doesn't attract attention, uh, right? It's, like, just yeah. very nicely designed. And that nice touch that give you a percentage, a percentage-o-meter, telling right. you how much of the level you completed. Mm-hmm. Which, thinking about it, that could have been great in Donut County. You know, mm. you know where there was like, oh, we've got to grab absolutely everything on the level. Right, and you, and you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like so some that, things could be really small and you can't see it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, oh, that could be good for that. So that was, yeah, there's a whole bunch of nice touches here. Um, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embarrass myself. I'm on level 168. Oh, <laughs> you went embarrassing the opposite direction. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> embarrassing in the other way, which is I'm on level 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay, quite the discrepancy there. Uh, yeah, I, there is something about this game that just didn't, hit it for me okay try try my my strategy all right let me try this oh see it's it's a gorgeous game it is yeah load up those shurikens all right hard right and then hard left and then hard left and the beauty of this game is you don't need to wait for the previous throwable so that's kind of fun you can kind of create a big mashy mess yeah that got rid of like 80 percent of the stuff (laughs) yeah and then you can just have a few well-placed triple balls. Yeah. And, you're done. and then that's it. You're done, mate. You're done. How did you find the bomb? Um, I think once you know how it works. The thing is like the bomb, you only get one chance yeah. to use it. Um, and so what was difficult is that if you didn't know the angle of how you're going to use the bomb, uh, it would just miss completely. Yes. And usually the bomb is kind of left at the, the last part. Yes. Um, it's, yep. it's, it's sort of like your last fail safe. And if you misplace it, you're kind of screwed, right? Yeah, it's interesting how it works because there is a power, a powerometer. If you drag your little shooty thing back, mm-hmm. it changes the power, but that really has no effect, as far as I could tell, on the triple balls or the shurikens. Right. But with the bomb, it'll change the distance of how far it's thrown. So it's got an interesting kind of lob mechanic. What you actually really liked, there was something very pleasing about 
you know, when you throw that bomb just right, mm. like using that grenade on that final enemy in PUBG. Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, that feels good. That's a great chicken dinner. <laughs> yes. Let's okay. talk about monetization. Yeah, quickly. the monetization. So how did, how did, when did the monetization thing come for you? Oh, almost instantly. Right? Like it was like one of the first things. Get those diamond memberships. And it was ridiculous because... As soon as I started it up, before I even got a sense of like the feel of the game, it was like, hey, subscribe to this game for $4.99 a week or something like that. Yeah, I think it's $3.99 a week. A week? <laughs> a week. Who does subscriptions in a week? I think we have come across this before in a previous game. but I forget which one. Yeah, yeah, I forget which one too. Uh, and I thought it was just ridiculous. Uh, I think it might have been Tomb of the Mask or something like that. Ooh, quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Tomb of the Mask. Here they are equally keen to push you to that weekly membership yep pops up a lot and so that so was, that was a, a bit of a turnoff yeah because um, i didn't see the benefit of the gems i still have no idea how the gems work i paid i think 2.99 or something for like your initial right thing where you get 100 gems um no idea what gems does well i think even after 168 <laughs> levels i still don't know <laughs> what gems do i think the gems allows you to have additional throwables Oh, I see. Oh, that's right. You get the option to buy an extra throwable at the beginning of each level. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes at the end, you can either watch an ad. If you don't finish the level, you can watch an ad or maybe pay more gems. But because of your strategy of being able to demolish everything (laughs) within the first two moves, uh, it seems like you never needed it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I still have 99 plus gems. So, um, yeah, I've never really used them at all. So... um, Another thing about the design, like, have you, as you played your 100 and plus levels, 68, did you feel like you've ever come across a design that you've seen before? Absolutely. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Well, I couldn't tell, I couldn't be for sure, but I think I was like, I'm sure I've seen this before. Mm. Like surely they've not sat down and made 168 levels different. Maybe, maybe they have, maybe they've got some poor intern to do it, but, um, yeah, I've, think i couldn't be sure so my hunches i have seen recurring designs while i do feel like it's really beautiful on how they actually implemented it i think the way they actually they go about level making is fairly simple i think they're just getting take a picture like vector paths (laughs) of you know dribble (laughs) dribble artwork or from any vector stock and they just plop it in and it just does that effect right (laughs) Right. neon tubify right (laughs) Yes, I think you're probably right. <laughs> um, so I feel like while the actual end result is very pretty, I couldn't help but feel that these are all just generated from vector stock. Yeah, with and, no real flow right. or consistency or level design. Yeah, right. Like they were are they were also arbitrary. Like it also is a good word. yeah made me think: or have these levels actually been tested? Like given the amount of mm. balls and stars. Like, Which remain constant. That seemed right. like such an obvious thing for a puzzle game is, yeah. hey, you know, vary the amount of things you get to versus the amount of things to destroy. That's a pretty good puzzle. Yeah. But so those are happen. just some of the things that kind of turn me off. Yeah. Uh, which I think brings us to Da-da-da. three by threes. Three things good, three things bad. Let's start with the good because... You Ugh, nothing rhymes with bad. I've used up all my bad sad. rhymes. Yeah, I've, I'm sure I've used that before. Mad, yeah, glad, 
Triad. I should yeah. <laughs> try playing something that is slightly related to the game. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Let's just go with it. I really liked the different throwables as a mechanic. I thought that was actually pretty pretty fun compared to, you know, you know me, I love the balls. I love hole down. Wow. These all these names are terrible. Um what else have I been played? I've been playing Piffle. Mm. Which is kinda of like a same deal, but with kittens. Gotta throw kittens. Um never have I seen this idea of you have actually have different things that behave in different ways right. and trying to make a strategy out of that. I thought that was well at least the beginning, that was a promising idea that I enjoyed. And then you figured out their system. You cracked the code. I found the exhaust were, port on the Death Star. You were the Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> Let's go mess it up. Yep. <laughs> um, for me, I said I written. I wrote that. I wrote down our notes because I'm I'm very organized. <laughs> you are I'm definitely not two minutes before we recorded. <laughs> I wrote delicious looking graphics. Yeah, yes. they are very very good. So we mentioned this: the menus, the buttons. Um, everything that's been implemented from like a visual standpoint is just like really nicely finished. Um, but I, and, and I'll hit on this and the negative points, but like, I do feel that's where it sort of lasts. Like it's very pretty with no actual depth. So um, I put on my grinder profile. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, you know, Another good point. I mean, I have played 168 levels, mm. so there's something there yeah. where it is kind of fun and they even marketed it as, you know, de-stressor or something like that. I forget what they said in the App Store, but yeah, um, there is something mindless about it, but kind of pleasing. But at the same time, it is super shallow and I don't think I'll be playing it much after this week, mm-hmm. but it does look very pretty. Yeah. But it's yeah. shallow. Pretty but shallow. And um, pretty shallow. So I, even though I only played about 14, 15, <laughs> just now 15 levels, um, I did like the fact that every map was so visually different. Uh, I think this adds to the fact that it was very pretty. Um, yeah. But it kind of felt like there was like this endless amount of levels with very nice looking designs that just kept going and going. Yeah. Thinking about it, if I think of, say something like two dots, they have blocks of themed levels you know you're on the map oh you're on the you're in the ice map oh now everything's you know white and blue i think maybe that could have worked quite well here oh yeah just giving some visual consistency to the levels would be like oh yeah. this is the travel section and yeah. oh this is like the americana section oh this is the i can't even remember what else there was but because they did they did kind of section it off by like eights or something like that or like by tens Right. Like, oh, because oh, that's when you get more gems. Right. After 10. Yeah. I right. think they could have done a little bit of section out like these are the ones that look like tattoos or yeah. these are the ones that are like, you know, look like bar signs or these are the <laughs> ones that kind of look like. <laughs> I can remember. Yeah. Like Guy Fieri shirts. <laughs> right? I liked that you didn't have to wait for the previous throw to finish. That was a very good touch. Which is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because they got rid of this idea of. Oh, the blocks drop down, so you need you can only have one at a time, or the paddle thing where you have to follow a single ball. That meant you could just blast all your balls at once. Again, <laughs> nope. Gonna scoop straight past that. That was actually again that made that pretty fun. There's something very satisfying about just sending a whole bunch of balls <laughs> zooming around the screen and destroying stuff. Yeah, 
And I think they, they did really pay attention to the little graphical elements, like you pulling back on the little lever and it sort of shows or lever and it shows you the little dotted line, but it also shows, um, at which force you're actually pulling it back. And one of the nice touches that they did was like, oh, I didn't actually mean to use this weapon. So I pulled it back mm. to the center and you actually saw a point where like, okay, we're not going to send this out. Like you're not going to actually toss this ball out. So you can, you can safely remove your thumb. Yeah. That reminds me of some games. I don't remember exactly which, right. but I know we've had that problem in the past. Yeah. As soon as you, as soon as you it must have been a golf mower, game. you've yeah. got to move that grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should talk quickly about the sound. Mm. Which... I don't know. I thought the sound wasn't quite right. No. Because I obviously started without sound. Then I turned it on for a little bit and I was like, oh gosh, this is the sound the ball bearings make. Yeah. Which is a very ball bearingy pingy sound. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, didn't have the kind of a weight. Oomph. Yeah. And that's sort of like my, my main negative point. Oh, okay. Let's go to the bad. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. So, um, just in general, like, I know this is supposed to be like a satisfactory game of you actually crushing the lights, <laughs> but because of the combination of the sounds and the way the balls actually bounced or like things bounced off the walls, it just seemed like something was off. Like, is this what design, is this what game designers refer to as juicy? Yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't juicy. Very good. Dry. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like there wasn't After 70 odd episodes. You learn a thing or two. A thump when it actually crushes the light. Um, they did like a nice little haptic thing of like whenever lights yes. crush, like there was a little feedback. Yeah, I left that on. That was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but the sounds, yeah. I was like, oh no, that's not quite, that's not right. That's not the right sound I have in my head. Even the way the balls bounce, like at the angles at which it moved, um, the frame rate, which I feel like it was around 15 to 30 for me and not like if it was in full 60, sure, the batteries would have gone off a lot of quicker oh we need to talk about batteries but oh we need to talk about battery life yes. i feel like the way that it looks i kind of expected a 60 frames per second game yeah yeah i think there's just some missed opportunity there with yeah the juiciness of the feel give me the juice give me that juice juice it up uh okay let's talk about the battery I really noticed that, hang on a second, why is my battery so low? <laughs> I actually looked at the little batteryometer that iOS now gives you, mm. and for the last 24 hours, uh, I had played 12 minutes of this game, Okay, which is probably about a commute, well, given, given me getting bored and stopping and then maybe playing again, but yeah, yep. uh, 12 minutes on screen, and that had used 10% of the battery. Mm. That well, is a lot. It's just bananas. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, maybe 14 levels doesn't take up that much battery. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you noticed that, but wow, there is, I think there must be a memory leak or something going on yeah. because there is no way that it requires that much I mean, power. Yeah. Especially because like, it's not giving off that many frames per second. No. Like if it was giving off 60 frames per second, which games like threes does, they purposely put in a battery survey mode, which cuts down, Okay, the option. The 60 frames per second to like 30. Um, you still get the same gameplay, but it's not as juicy. Like right? buttery smooth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just in, just as reference though, like how much batteries does PUBG take for you on a daily basis? Oh, let's take a look, shall we? So glad you asked. Um, oh, wait. Okay. So PUBG, 14%. Hit the light, 8%. Okay. 
PUBG has been on the screen for four hours and 57 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Hit the live been on for two hours and 21 minutes. Oh, yeah. So it's significant. Like, yeah, and that's, it's about the same percentage. Right. And PUBG, you know, you're updating your... You're syncing your position to the server a lot. Your and rendering. it's 3D. And it's, and it's 3D. complete yeah. 3D. Yeah. So, yeah. Happy Magenta. Check you make, that code. Make my battery sad. Happy Magenta, sad battery. <laughs> my next bad point is that... The actual gameplay and the puzzles, while beautiful, not a puzzle. <laughs> feel yeah, doesn't feel doesn't really feel like a puzzle. It kind of feels shallow and not thought through. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Yeah, just feel like yeah, these are pretty things on the map. Just go destroy it, which I think is why, why like they call it like, oh, this is a, a meditative little relaxer, de-stress. Right? Yeah, yeah, which is maybe a cop out. Like we don't have to think much <laughs> about the actual gameplay or puzzleness. We just made a kind of a shallow, fun thing to smash neon tubes. Yeah. And that's it. What's curious is that for such a well-designed app mm. and, you know, the layout works and, like, the UI is really intuitive and it's not kind of gross like you see on maybe Ketchup. Right. They really push this diamond membership thing and there's pretty heavy ad load on there, which just kind of takes the sheen off what is a really nice-looking game. Totally. Even after you've paid to remove ads and stuff. Um, you know, I still get, it'll pop up every, I don't know, two or three levels. Get the dive membership. Try an 18 gun, 18 bullet gun, which I can only imagine just makes the gameplay even more tedious. <laughs> <laughs> but, or tediously easy, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like lay off. Look, I've given you. I'm happy to give you a few bucks. Right. Like, I think that would have been a better a option. Of, especially if you're going to make such a shallow game. Yep. And I feel, given the opportunity of actually just spending like 99 cents or like $1.99 for like a one-time thing that wasn't a membership, I think I would have easily done that. Yeah. Um, but because they put in the thing of like one ninety nine per week for the, the basic package of gems, I was, why? I didn't understand it. And also, I didn't want to partake on it. Yeah, it feels a little bit right. Whereas crazy. if it was just like, "Hey, support us," you can you can just give us one ninety nine. We'll give you like you know a number of gems. Well, you can do that too, which is what I did. I didn't see that. Yeah, right. Again, mm. this is a little. Again, it doesn't make you feel good. But yes, they they push the diamond membership, but you can also remove ads by buying a gem pack ah. for a one off fee. If you go to the gems in the top left corner or top, yep. sorry, the top right corner you can then just do a one-off purchase which uh, is what i did i see yeah so i get yeah. app store economics are awful and i totally get that you know you kind of have to push stuff if you need to make money to fund the development of you know mm-hmm. game development is not easy especially you do something as nice looking right. as this and as well made as this but you got to balance that with kind of the ick factor for the for the user yeah yeah final seven day rating sam three days out of seven for his own game that he chose i know i i thought you know the visuals of it was really nice so i was expecting a deeper form of gameplay mm-hmm. yeah um but because it was so shallow while i did enjoy it for three days i think that was that was my limit yeah um i played the seven days <laughs> i mean yeah I would imagine. <laughs> uh, while it is undeniably shallow, it is still pretty fun. Uh, even and even though 
I found its weakness and was able to complete all the levels all the time. It's still pretty fun. And it also totally works with my commute. Play a few levels on the train, one-handed, you know. It fits in with my gaming lifestyle. But I can't really recommend this game. It is a gorgeous game. Um, But because it's free, I might recommend it for people. Right, it's a free, good-looking game. You might like it. You might like its nature of unstructured gameplay, unlike me. <laughs> but yeah, I would actually recommend this because it's a it's a nice-looking game. Mm, well, but you didn't like it, and you only played for three days. Mm. No, you can't just because it's free. You can't say you can't give them a, a let off for that. I think if you're interested in good-looking games, yeah, if you're a design type, I would recommend that. But okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm on the fence then. Okay, yeah. We're going to continue the theme of suggesting seemingly the games that should be enjoyed by the other person. Okay. <laughs> we are continuing that. Ooh. Yeah, because this is what I would call a Sam game. Mm. Well, we'll see. Sam, warm up that kettle. Be ready to drink Earl Grey tea. Hot. Because we are playing <laughs> Star Trek Fleet Command. What? Command the fleet. Welcome to the final frontier. You have the con. Summon your skills in strategy, combat, diplomacy, and leadership to master the dangerous universe of Star Trek Fleet Command. (laughs) Enter a galaxy on the brink of war as Federation, Klingon, and Romulan forces vie for control of the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. Discover an ancient secret that could tip the scales of power forever. I am beside myself. (laughs) This is totally unexpected. You know, sometimes I like to pull one out of left field. (laughs) Oh, I was 100% sure you're going to recommend a golf game. (laughs) I like to keep things things surprising on this show. Yeah, yeah. You like it spicy. or You you like it hot. (laughs) Yes, like my Earl Grey tea. Be prepared to, colon, experience epic conflict in a vast dynamic galaxy. Collect, build, and upgrade iconic ships. Take the con and control ships in a star system and galaxy views. Encounter famous Star Trek TM characters in an epic <laughs> galaxy-spanning storyline. Uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I have been looking at this game because I, I was thinking, you know, like, it's it, it touts itself as a MMO. Which I'm interested... Yeah, what is that? Is that like StarCraft? No, an MMO... I don't really know what that is either. Um, so StarCraft is an RTS. It's a real-time <laughs> strategy game. An MMO just means that it is massively multiplayer online. So you play alongside people. It's like, more than 100 people dropping onto an island at once. I would argue that PUBG is an MMO, okay. but usually. It's a medium multiplayer online game. Right. So MMO. I feel like Massive was, con- was like termed decades ago when it was unconceivable to have more than 20 people playing online at once. Well, it was first conceived. With the, I mean, when it was popularized, it was for World of Warcraft, mm. which was a Mamor Pupaka. <laughs> Jesus. Which MMORPG, right? Like massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Right. So the fact that they say this is just an MMO and not an RPG is interesting. Intriguing. Um, so we'll see. It is an MMO strategy. Yeah, surprise. Yeah, I have a feeling <laughs> this might be kind of like Clash of Clans. Where, you know, Mm -hmm. there is some sort of gameplay that's involved, but mainly it's about like building up your base. Mm, But we shall see. see. We shall see. Okay. Uh, Cool. I'm looking for this. Uh, I'm looking 
for it. I am looking forward to this. <laughs> Something you rarely say about my picks. <laughs> Things of the week, Edwin. There's a podcast I listen to. I think I mentioned it before called The Watch from mm. the Ringer Podcast Network. And I always look forward to the end of year shows. For the last couple of years, they've had Sam Esmail of Mr. Robot and Homecoming fame. Oh, yeah. And they kind of run down their top 10 shows of the year. And one show I hadn't heard of, but they talked about quite uh, in quite enthusiastic terms was Little Drummer Girl, mm. which is a BBC show, which I think is on AMC in America. And you know what? I mean, it's a very Sam Esmail-esque show. Oh, interesting. You know, if you've kind of enjoyed Homecoming, but this is sort of mixed up a little bit with maybe Legion, but it's a 70s spy drama. Um, Legion, the the superhero yes, TV show. Yeah. That's messed up. Which is kind of bonkers, which is kind yeah. of difficult to watch. You're like, who's that? What's going on? Right. It kind of has flavors of that too. You kind of have to watch it closely, which, you know, I appreciate after watching a season of Survivor. Right. To actually have to kind of study a show and like, oh, wait, I don't actually know exactly what's going on at every second of the, of the day. And that's okay. Yeah. No one's saying the same thing five times with yeah. confessionals. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's, well, it was very enjoyable. I would suggest if you are looking for a, maybe a slightly more cerebral show, mm. uh, check it out. Little Drummer Girl available from AM. Well, it's out on AMC. I think I bought it from, you know, from iTunes for 15 bucks or something. Cool. It is, of course, as a British show, it's only six episodes. Sure. Because, you know, that's the maximum amount of TV we can ever make ever. <laughs> uh, so it's all they can film. Yeah. That's all yeah. they can be asked with. But you know what? In this day and age, it's actually quite nice to have it a is. sort of short run miniseries. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is just going to take up six nights of my week and it's good to go. I have no idea how TV shows do 24 episodes. That's just yeah. seems absolutely bonkers. Yeah. 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 Um, my pick is actually also a TV show. Oh, look at us. Yeah. I New have year, just clearly sitting around on our is watching TV. Watching TV. <laughs> oh, actually, no, you had a fitness pick last week. So, you know, you deserve it. <laughs> so I am watching Sex Education on Netflix. It is a new show <laughs> okay. with Gillian Anderson, oh, who I didn't she's know. She's putting the X in X-Files. Yeah, she's putting the X in sex. <laughs> oh, Sex files. That was a better joke. <laughs> I didn't know that she had a British accent. I don't think she does. I think she does. I don't think she's British. She's British. Shut up. Wow, all your favorites. She's a British that grew up in Chicago. Wow. And then I thought I knew all my people. Yeah. American British television, the theater actress. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Your I always choice, yeah. thought I watched the fall. Right. And she's an American solving a crime in, in England. Mm. And I thought they were working around her accent. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, she's, <laughs> she clearly couldn't pull off the British accent. <laughs> so that's why they casted her as an American detective. But no, she could have. <laughs> no, she really, she, she just could have been a British detective. <laughs> also has uh, Asa Butterfield, who I like as an actor. Cool. He I plays uh, the awkward teen very well. So yeah, this is I, something you're watching with your kids? <laughs> definitely not. I can't even watch it on the bus. Okay. Oh, it's one of those shows. Yeah, Netflix really pulling out all the dongs here. <laughs> What, um, Adam, like what me, what kind of drove you to even look at the show? Sex education? Yeah. It was like featured. It said, Hey, you might like this. I've been hearing it all about mm. on the Twitters a lot. 
Okay, yeah. Has Jillian Anderson. I like her acting. Yeah. Um, premise seemed cool. It's certainly unique. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Is, I mean, it is a narrative. It's not a documentary. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's about a kid who starts uh, becoming a sex therapist in a school. Right. Yeah. See, something about that doesn't really grab me, but you know, who knows? Yeah. It's just funny, entertaining. Uh, the characters are lovely. Just yeah. don't watch it on the bus or in front of children. Just don't watch it on the because there's lots of sex scenes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was, uh, you know, um, I thought I'd give it a shot. I, so I made like, a, I kind of made a resolution of like, I have this huge list on Netflix that's just collecting and collecting and I haven't watched it. Mm, Every time yeah. I go to Netflix, I either watch, end up watching just like an episode of Supernatural <laughs> or watching Hot Fuzz. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, why don't I just give it a shot um, and just start playing? Right, just start playing what's recommended to me and see how it goes. I really, I really wish Netflix was better at discovery or just play something for me. You know, right? I, I think we've talked about this in the past. I like almost it's such wish a, so much friction to start a show. I wish there was like a trailers channel so, or something of just like, hey, you know, put on a bunch of half-hour shows in a random order. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's there. brilliant. That's this, the but. beauty of TV is that as soon as you turn it on, something's just playing. Yeah. And you kind of just, even if it's you're caught halfway, you kind of, you know, are defeated by that fact, but you go along with it. Right. I kind of wish Netflix had that where like you turn it on and it's immediately just playing something. I mean, they have started doing that, haven't they? Like the, the animated hero image now right. kind of runs a trailer, but which it only is, it's, it's like a loop of like five seconds. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, how many times have you sat down with your beloved and gone, Oh, let's watch something. And then don't know an hour later. Yeah. Right, let's just oh, watch. Let's just watch Hot Fuzz again. Uh, maybe have this. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, guess that's how night done. Yeah. Bedtime. Totally. <laughs> I do that with games as well. I'm like, all right, I'm going to play a game. What game should I play? <laughs> and then I'm there like thinking about it for one hour. Like, oh, bedtime. But I have broken that curse for the time being. So started watching Sex, sex Education, which is okay. totally not a show that I would watch, but I just yeah. decided to watch it. I'm enjoying it. All right. Yeah, you're one for one. Also oh. decided to start play a game called Ring of Elysium. Ring of Elysium. So Ooh, you, even I've you, heard about this. Have you heard about a game called PUBG? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. Yes, I have. So think about PUBG with all the bugs fixed. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, but a snow map. But a snow map. Well, Which it was now- a snow map. Oh. They just recently released a volcano map. Mm, okay. And like the map is like so different. It's uh, it's set in the coast of the Mediterranean, it seems. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a gorgeous game. It works pretty well. Um, gave it a shot last night. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be playing more of it. Okay. What do you... What do you like here instead of versus PUBG? They're just like little changes that they've set. Um, so like when you pick up a weapon and you switch it to another weapon, if that weapon already had like a scope and all the attachments to it, it would immediately transfer over to that new weapon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most basic things is like when you pick up a weapon, it's already set to automatic <laughs> rather than <laughs> switching over to automatic. Right. Um, little changes like that right um yeah yeah, it's just like little creature comforts that's just makes the experience better yeah i mean i watch a lot of PUBG. (laughs) yeah as you know uh watch a lot of will smith playing PUBG 
definitely worth it, worth checking that out. Twitch.tv forward slash not that Will Smith. <laughs> um, I have gifted him my Amazon Prime Twitch account subscription. Um, he's played it and... Oh, I mean, did he ever call out your name? Uh, no, because I always have to subscribe because he plays West Coast. I see. Which means... Oh, you're, you're, you're going on VODs. Yes, I'm a VODer. I see. I'm pure, pure VOD this time. Um, so his feedback was that the, the kind of gun mechanics aren't quite there yet. It's not quite as pleasing... The kind of, uh, I think he said, you know, the shooting the guns feels very arcadey, whereas mm-hmm. in PUBG, they've some, somehow managed to make the gun fire kind of feel more realistic. Right. Which is super odd because I actually don't feel like PUBG actually has the resources to research their gun firing mechanics. Yeah, I don't right? know. But I think they just hit something right there that people yeah. seem to really like. I do feel like with Ring of Elysium, the shooting is more like CSGO. It does feel a lot more like Counter-Strike, which is, Mm. they say, actually feels better. But I can see the difference of it feeling like more arcadey and a little bit (laughs) pew-pew-y. Pewdiepie-y. And also the sound design, he found difficult, like the directionalism and actually Mm. hearing where people are. I suppose if you've played thousands of hours of PUBG, you kind of totally know how the sound system works and you can understand where people are based on sound. Right. And with, I think his complaint with the Ring of Elysium was that it's not quite there yet yep. and it was very difficult to hear people or to work out where people actually are and you often get... We oh, actually had an issue from? with that, yeah. We uh, actually had an issue with that yesterday. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I can see how that works, but like overall it just makes for a more pleasing experience when you're getting like your friends together to play for a night because yeah. with PUBG, you get server dropouts your your team disbands like not everyone is loaded in all these different issues that are just like just like basic things basic just getting things game going. of games right. yeah yeah and just waiting for minutes for a game to be matched to a, yeah right to get matched to a game all right sam that is our show you'll be pleased to know we can go eat lunch now so oh, yeah you have seven days to play star trek fleet command star trek fleet command oh wait hot Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 7 Days to Play. And tweet us some game suggestions. 7 Days to Play. Don't email us. 7 Days to Play.